Welcome back to the July Impactful series. Today we'll be talking about our July nonprofit partner, Climate Refugees. As a quick introduction, I'm Catherine. And I'm Grace. So let's get started. Climate Refugees was founded in 2015 with the intention to bring attention and action to aid those who are displaced due to climate change. Amali Tower, the founder and executive director of Climate Refugees, personally experienced displacement in the form of migration and asylum during her life. Through her work with refugees, she learned that climate change was one of the main causes of poverty, drought, and starvation worldwide. This knowledge led her to found Climate Refugees. Climate Refugees serves the needs of those harmed by climate-induced displacement. They conduct research to determine the population of individuals worldwide who have been displaced due to climate change. The goal of gathering this data is to connect clear evidence as to how climate change is incredibly perilous for humans. Members of climate change of climate refugees travel around the world to speak and listen to individuals affected by climate change. They utilize the information they gather for these conversations to impact from these conversations to impact policy. So a little bit more about the parts of their organization. Climate refugees focuses on four main elements: education and awareness advocacy, research and information, and technical assistance. The educational portion of the organization works to disseminate information through its platforms, Spotlight and Perspectives. Spotlight focuses on analyzing global news while Perspectives focuses on input from experts in the field and personal experiences of individuals who are displaced because of climate change. Their platform Frontlines also works to bring attention towards the effects that climate change has on humans. Climate Refugees plays a crucial role among other experts in advising the direction of UN members and US political leaders. Climate Refugees' people-driven approach, their direct involvement with populations of displaced people and how they utilize their research to impact policy are three important reasons that we selected Climate Refugees as our July nonprofit partner. I think one recurrent theme that we've talked about throughout this impactful series, including in some of the articles we've written, um, as well as the podcast episodes, is that the term climate refugee is not explicitly included in international refugee law. So while the 1951 Refugee Convention offers protection to those who are fleeing war and conflict, facing persecution along the grounds of these five categories of race, religion, nationality, membership in a particular social group or political opinion, individuals displaced by climate change don't qualify for the same protections. So that means that individuals assisted by the organization Climate Refugees, who may be living anywhere from Bangladesh to Chad, who faced climate-driven displacement are ineligible for the legal protections afforded to refugees who are defined under this international law. However, Regional refugee instruments like the 1984 Cartagena Declaration and the 1969 OAU Convention offer a wider definition of providing protection to refugees who may be fleeing conditions that are defined as seriously disturbing public order. So one of the goals of climate refugees is to expand the mandate of these sorts of regional instruments and expand the protections offered to the vulnerable population of climate displaced individuals. Ultimately, this organization's goal is to protect people's fundamental human rights when events beyond their control threaten their lives, which I think is, you know, ultimately boils down to this key element of the original 1951 Refugee Convention and suggests the importance of expanding this legal framework. 
Climate Refugees approaches their mission as an issue of equality, equity, and justice, and most importantly, as addressing a fundamental threat to human rights. Climate change disproportionately impacts the most impoverished, marginalized, discriminated, and disenfranchised people in our world, who to this point have played very little role so far in contributing to the problem in the first place, and of course will play a, pay a heavier cost for climate change in the coming years. And I think that brings us sort of to, to the motivation behind this organization. Um, Climate Refugees was founded to address the problem of climate refugees, which I think is no surprise when you read the name and, and their mission statement and logo, get their logo. Um, but the lack of legal recognition for this term and for this extremely vulnerable population in the world, uh, it's really important to examine why that this organization has made the choice to openly recognize climate-induced displacement with this phrase. As some of our earlier podcast guests during this series have expressed, like Professor Jonathan Gilligan, um, the language that we use shifts how we frame the problem of climate-driven displacement. So the team at Climate Refugees reflects this perspective by using this term, uh, climate refugees, to emphasize the political responsibility that people have for climate change. Beyond emphasizing responsibility for those who should be held most accountable for anthropogenic climate change, including major polluting corporations and the most industrialized, often Western wealthy states. The organization also uses this term to shift policy surrounding climate change and climate displacement. Ultimately, drawing on the background of its leaders like Amelie Tower and emphasizing a human rights approach to addressing the issue of climate refugees, the organization seeks to prioritize and lift up the voices of climate refugees themselves. Without sharing the experiences and vulnerabilities of climate refugees, we cannot hope to develop comprehensive and equitable policy solutions to the challenges that these individuals across the world face. Speaking to the solutions, uh, Catherine has said some of the some of the different tactics that that climate refugees has broached um, through their four sections of the organization, but ultimately they contend that that the issue of climate displacement is global, but the responses must be met locally, regionally, and globally. We can't just think of this one overarching solution, but rather how to implement solutions in our own communities, in our own countries, in our own regions, and across the globe. Climate Refugees works with stakeholders at all levels and advocates for policies and programs that protect, prevent, and mitigate. This is in line with the polycentric governance and polycentric systems approach that was first endorsed by Nobel Prize winning economist Dr. Eleanor Ostrom as a response to the governance of natural resources. Ultimately, climate refugees are a collective action problem and climate change is a collective action problem. So we must take steps together at all levels of governance and responsibility to address the problem of climate change and climate induced displacement in order to develop equitable human rights policies and procedures for climate refugees. In terms of the sorts of actions that our audience can take, um, particularly to support our nonprofit impactful partner of climate refugees, I think that it's most important to look at their advocacy page. Um, they have these awesome advocacy causes, including the Model International Mobility Convention, which is this excellent document that lays out uh, how we need to move forward with our knowledge of, of impending climate change and an impending um, sort of change in the, the migration flows that individuals will face due to the climate. 
Um, so this is, I think, the, the best place for, for us to start. Um, in addition to you know, making use of all the knowledge that we've gained throughout this impactful series through the podcast episodes and the articles that we've covered. So thanks once again for joining us for this impactful podcast that has given a little bit of a briefer on our impactful partner for the month of July, Climate Refugees. We've really enjoyed learning about this topic and also thinking about ways that we can generate individual impact um, on, on this issue. And we hope that you tune in next month for our exciting series on plastic waste. I think this is going to be a really excellent series and it's run by Emma Fagan, who is one of our awesome writers, our, our contributors, and she's also um, the editor for our environment section on Novel Hand site. So thank you again for joining and be sure to check out the links in the show notes so that you can access all of the articles and podcast episodes, as well as some resources and links to Climate Refugees organizational website. <laughs>